On this week's podcast, we're looking back at Brentford and all the goings on there. We have an interview with a rather special Wigan Athletic player. We'll have a look at the club news. We have Kieran Crompton, who is walking backwards to Leeds. We're going to look at social media and what's been going on there. And then we look forward to Bristol City and Hull. I'm Simon, this is the Progress with Unity podcast. Another good intro there, Simon. Thank you for that. Right, Barry, how are we doing? Very well, thanks. Yep, uh, good week. Yeah, not been too bad. Spot on, spot on. Old Adam? Yeah, just very well, thanks. Just trying to get this uh, Bristol City fan on the phone for later, just trying to find his details. Yeah. Excellent. Thorpe, how are you? Alright, yeah. Excellent. Great. Adam? I'm really good, thanks. How are you, Simon? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Why were you late? Um, He's not late. I'm not late. Well, he was late for the start of recording, wasn't he? Um, no, no, wasn't. no, I'm just starting recording. So, <laughs> could you please clarify what you mean? Yeah, trying yeah. to be clever, and you? Yes, all right, let's move on. And Kieran, uh, how are you? I'm all good, thank you. Good stuff. Excellent, we'll come to Kieran in a bit, and obviously just jump in um, as we look back at the Brentford game. I'll do the stats, because I don't really have much to say on the on the game. So the stats for that game, William Athletic versus Brentford. Military Possession, Latics had 35%, Brentford 65%. Attempts, Latics 10, Brentford 13. On target, Latics had 3, Brentford 1. Corners, 6 to Wigan, 5 to Brentford. Fouls, 19 to 14. Yellows, 1 to Wigan, 2 to Brentford. No reds, no goals, and a pleasant 9,953 on at the DW. Good crowds. Mm, didn't bring manners, did they? No, it's a good home following, really, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Was the B there? Was Billy the B? Didn't hear anything from the B. Not even no. to do your uh, media? No. They were buzzing about, were they? Mm. Really, what's I said about that, really, was it? No. Uh, <laughs> nil nil. <laughs> good, good. That sums it up, moving on. Yeah. Good, uh, oh, decent was, defense. Was there a disallowed goal? There was a, you know, was there, yeah. Yeah, uh, rightly or wrongly? Rightly. Joe, Joe Garner was offside from the free kick. Yeah, no. yeah. The yeah. Ball, the uh, the free kick was taken. The ball went to uh, he jumped at the back post and see whoever was marking him. Edits across and and Pilks stuck it in. I thought it was a good finish from him. Followed it up, but uh, I saw the the, the line up his flag up straight away as the free kick yeah. was taken. I didn't see the, the flag. flag the flag was up. I didn't see yeah, the flag the ball first, went. so that's why I was wondering whether. Pilks. Pilks had gone offside a lot of people, because it was going in, wasn't it? Y- well, yeah, but there was people on the line, so it couldn't have been offside. Anyway, I, Pilks. Yeah. I did not see it. Yeah. yeah. It, it, Good accent. Yeah, I mean, they probably just held the line well, didn't they? Yeah. As, as he took the kick, so... Uh, and well, uh, Jacob's picking up a knock as well. Uh, he's, been, he's been a quite influential player. his hamstring? Yeah, tweaked his hamstring. Yeah. Is it, well, has there been news on it? I mean, I've not heard it. No, anything. just just that he tweets his hamstring. Yeah. Like they said they were lucky last I heard they were lucky. They don't they don't seem to give that much away, now, do they? No, not like they used to do. No, it's always not, getting towards the end of the season. They always tend to uh, keep it under wraps. Yeah, I thought Pilkington did all right when he came on. Though the Jekylls were playing well, but Pilkington. Yeah, it's something different. He's not he's not the same, but it's not like for like, is it? It's a different. Well, uh, he did a lot of closing down, didn't he? And he was he was uh, yeah, he charging did people. Did his defensive work all right? Did, as well, yeah, put a shift in. I don't, I don't think we're going to get the, the Pilkington that was around five years ago, are we? You know that. Well, that was five years ago. No, <laughs> what I mean is that if we're, when that first game of the season, 
That's the first game he came against Villa. Yeah. That first half, he, you know, he showed little, really nice glimpses, and we thought, this is a, this. Since we've seen him since, you know, he's done all right, but mm. I don't think he's going to be that sort of uh, X factor player, is he? He'll just be no. someone who fits into the squad. But has, has he been up against a player as bad as Taylor was that day? Because he had a, a bit of a shocker, didn't he? He did, yeah, yeah. So I thought he did all right on Saturday. I, when he came on, I thought he did, yeah. He beat, he beat the defender at least, at least twice and got a byline, mm-hmm. one shocking crossing way too hard. But and he closed down well, yeah. I thought. Yeah, I thought he worked, he worked yeah. hard. He looked fresh. Yeah. I don't think we had any real stinkers, did we, on Saturday? No. I, I Defensively surpri- well. Surprised again with dumps over Keeper. Not that I just thought to come to that, yeah. Yeah, was you? Yeah. yeah. Um, What's people's thoughts on that dunk over Keeper? You say Danny Fox is going to be your starting centre back. Well, that, that, that was my only comment at the time the lineup came out was was questioning that decision. Yeah. But you know, he, he had one of his better games, I guess. I think this is quite similar isn't it, in, yeah. in the play. But for me, keeper does it because he's two footed. He can use his left and his right. Yeah. He, he well, Dunkley's a no nonsense defender, and he well, yeah. you know, it's a bit of nonsense then again. Yeah. You get what I mean. Very limited. Just wants to get the ball. Out gets rid of it. Well, I, th- I think that balance in the in those back two though, because Fox plays that left side. Yeah. And that's where Kipre tends to play. Uh-huh. I don't think we've seen Kipre too much on the right no, side. No, no, no. Yeah. Back two, so. yeah. He's getting that balance in tennis. Is now the right time to be messing with? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's a good point. You don't want to be mucking about. No. But he's saying that you know, going with our away record. Why not try something different? Yeah, mm. and that's hopefully you know we might yeah. we might see that this you know, You'd only have to make a very slight tweak to that team, and it, you could kind of put sort of Reese James just a bit deeper, you know, like almost as a where he was putting the PFA into a centre back, and you've got because our our full backs are probably more wing backs, mm. aren't they? So you're going three three five two. Oh, yeah, for away, well nothing else. One. Well, whatever we want to do, because we may as well try something yeah. different away from home. Because yeah. what we do, it, what we've done for the last how many games? Is it we're actually inviting this season, didn't it? You know, we changed that to yeah. five two, and suddenly nobody could touch. Would yeah. you want James to be that far back when you know he had an effort in the first half? Yeah, yeah thirty-five yards out. Probably his own eighteen-yard box. Yeah, he that from. But it yeah. felt like but, it, didn't yeah, it? I guess you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have. To, he wouldn't necessarily have to be the one to play. That you could. You, we have got three. Decent centre half, so you could actually play the three: Dunkley, Kipri, and Fox. And James could move into your midfield, midfield berth. Um, I don't know with a with a Powell and a who else will be having a Morsi. We make his Nick Powell's performance on Saturday. Mm. Not great. Outside, not literally outside. There was a few balls he gave away. Yeah, yeah I thought first half quite well, loose. I second half he yeah. came into. He had yeah. some nice touches. I mean the. The run for Massey's Mass- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. Should Massey yeah. have scored? Yes, he went yes. to the wrong side. Yep. I thought yeah. the keeper did well. I thought yeah, the keeper did well. well. Yeah, you've got to credit him. Sold it to him, didn't he? Sold it to when you threw one on one like that, you, you should be looking we, at finishing. Weirdly enough, I thought Powell did a lot of tackling. I don't yeah. know about what you saw, but yeah, he made a lot of tackles. He tracked back and was a bit more. Yeah, late in the game, he seemed to put weight on the wing as well a bit, didn't he? You know, he was like playing over on the left. It was a weird game when it wasn't just. I, yeah. I, I think the, the worst aspect of the game was yeah. their acting, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that, was, well, that, that just didn't help the game, did it? Flaw. He just, yeah. he just couldn't get going, could it? I'd love to see oh, the stats. Oh, I'm dying, dying, get the training and get the training. Oh, he's here, right? I'm okay now. But you got to look at it. You know, it's it's 
not a bad result in the grand scheme of things. So another point on those um, around us. Coming into the, the season, it could be a great point. Yeah. Clean sheets again. Or it could be two points drops. You, you, I mean, we, we hope it's going to be a great point. Clean sheets and someone be one of the games. Think it, you think? Oh, we should have got it there. We'd be looking at other games, looking like Millwall and stuff. Yeah. It won't be that kind yeah. of game. Yeah. Oh, we, we dropped the points there. there. That was the one. For the, good th- the good thing is our home form. You know, is going to stand us in good stead. Six unbeaten now at the DW. 30, 34 points at home, is it? Yeah, we've got Saturday games, though, have we? we finished Saturday games this yeah, season. Yeah, that was quite... Yeah, Two Sundays on a Monday. That was a, just three games at home. Yeah. So... And no World Cup this year. Anything else on the Brentford game? Um, I don't know if anybody saw before the game. It was kicking out. I thought the guys who rolled in the flag were absolutely awesome. Moving swiftly on. Um, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm yeah. Cheers, I saw Barry in the build up to it as well. He does, yeah. He's getting nervous walking over the bridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Adam's mum might help me over, didn't she? Yeah. Barry. It was a better performance than last time you were pitch, though. No. It was much better, yeah. yeah. It worked really for a start, and there was no wind. Gale Force Oh, there you go, excuse me. Right, yeah, good. Right. Barry, right? Who's been your player of the season so far? <laughs> By the way, player of the season, <laughs> Paul will be question. Player of the season, Paul will be opening very soon. Well, there's only one name to mention, isn't there? Go on. Reece James. Reece James. Adam? <laughs> Who do you think I'm going to say? He was my player of the season when we signed him. I told you how good I'm he was going to be. I told you ball. how good he was going to be. So, Reece James? But yeah, it will. Kieran? It's got to be Reece James. Adam? I want to say Naismith, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we know you listen to the podcast, so you know uh, <laughs> someone feels around the table. Adam? Reece James. Thorpey? Jamie Jones. He's done that wrong. Right, should we have a listen to... Uh, Why have you even bothered asking? Because no, no, we're going to have James. a conversation right. with Reese James. Oh, right, OK. Reese, how have you found your first stint as a first-team footballer? Now, obviously, settling in at the start was, was tough, but, I mean, as the season gradually went on, I sort of found my feet and... and built different relationships with different people to like, help me like, in the dressing room. So, um, who's influenced you the most during your career and then latterly whilst you've been at Wigan? Well, there's there's loads, of, loads of people that have played a part in in my career so far. There's numerous coaches, a family have played a massive part and, and obviously the trust from, from the coaching staff here to bring me in and, and trust me to play. Uh, you've been constantly one of the best players this season. Um, the guys have asked, what else can they expect from you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know what to say to that one, to be fair. I just, I just try my best every week, week in, week out, and, and, and see where I'm at after that. I mean, I, if it wasn't my best game, then as long as I know that I tried my best, there's not much more I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been tipped by the podcast here to um, be a future England international and captain, they say. What are your hopes and dreams domestically and internationally? I mean, that, that wouldn't be a bad career, would it? No, no. You'd take it now, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, representing your country at the highest level is obviously a massive honour. And, and captain as well, so obviously a step mm. up from that. But I guess you, from speaking to you here and seeing you most days, you're somebody who's just really looking at what you've got next in terms of Saturday or whether you've gone away of England, just looking at your next game. 
But yeah, I mean, I don't really, don't really look too far ahead. I just have to stay focused, know what's ahead, and, and know what I need to do to to carry on moving forward. Mm-hmm. And it's been a tough period um, over the sort of course of the last few months of the team. Um, got to get some more points before the end of the season. Uh, what's your message to the fans? Uh, just, I just say, just say, carry on supporting us the way you've been supporting the whole season. I mean, I think we'll, we'll have more than enough to to stay in this league. And, and hopefully a few results will, will bring that out in the next few weeks Top drawries thank you very much just want to say thank you to uh, men on the ground Ash and Nick uh, providing us with that uh, exclusive interview here on the Pro to Unity podcast yeah he sounds like a very grounded lad doesn't he yeah I mean you know, the, the praise that has been heaped on him especially around this table from the start of the season he doesn't think he's, you know, he doesn't think he's better than anyone. He's just a normal man who enjoy playing his football, you know. So it sounds like a little lost kid, in a way, isn't it? Yeah. He, he, when he steps over the whitewash, turns into a monster of a man. Yeah. That's that's what it is. I think, I think he found his feet quicker than the first few games, didn't he? he found the first ten minutes. <laughs> there's um, there's a rumour circulating today that Chelsea are going to reward him for his season with you know a senior squ- place in the uh, senior Chelsea team at the bridge rather than being you know in the reserves they're going to push him up and put him on that in the 25 in the 25 man squad it's been nice if he could come back and do another year yeah, with us. that's what I'd yeah. find yeah. I think that will help his development as well I mean what will it be this time next year just turned 20 yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think especially if, if you look at us surviving and then looking to build and but, yeah, to push on and he, part, he could be part of that yeah the, the model at Chelsea at the moment isn't to play 19, 20 year olds, is it? As good as they are. I mean, look, we've had a player who's made his debut for England before he's made his Premier League debut. Mm. You know, that's not actually happened since Steve Bull in the, in the ni- 1990. So, you know, that just shows, doesn't it, what little chance you have. You've got Loftus Cheek, who played three or four in the World Cup, who hardly ever features. Mm. Yeah, and I'm sure there are, there are, there are others. I mean, the, the guys at uh, the uh, Derby, the guy at Derby, Wilson, Harry Wilson, Main, Main, oh Mason Mount, Mount. 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 Oh, yeah. my guy is the uh, who I picked out, but he's been injured, I think. Who? Mason Mount. He has a good season, though. So he's just he's done a few, well. Just yeah. not playing. We clearly have a good a good eye talent, don't we? Yeah. So if uh, the FA are listening to this podcast, I'm available. And so <laughs> young Adam as well, as my assistant. I think it's got to be better for him if he's playing. Yeah. I'm looking back to the Chelsea connection, but when Victor Moses went, I was convinced the best job for him would have been to sign for them and then come, come back, back on back, back for yeah, us. Yeah. And for me, I think he wasted probably three, four seasons of his career mm. and his development. Yeah. But I hope that does happen with Reese because you know, it'd be fantastic. He needs to be playing. Is he yeah. not too good for the Championship? Do you not think he'd be better off in a, a Crystal Palace or somewhere like yeah. that? If, if, Although if, they've got a good fullback. Well, the, the, tr- the trouble with him in the Premier League is because of his age, would he be reluctant to, to play in week in, week out? Well, Liverpool. Yeah, oh, life, it? Aren't you in the, and it can affect even, yeah. even affect him. I mean, just if you play in the Championship and just one more season, or even till Christmas. Please. You're desperate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, obviously, it's absolutely clear we'd love him to still yeah. be here. But look, if he'd have been at Liverpool, he'd probably been in, wouldn't he? Because look at Alexander Arnold, he, he plays regular football yeah. at Liverpool. He won't, he won't be far off that first team at uh, Chelsea. I think, question as well, 
is right back his best position because he's he's more than proved himself in, yeah. in he's, a, he's a proper footballer isn't he yeah, that's the thing whether he can, he's a footballer and, and against the one that got me the game was uh, against some very experienced uh, and also some young talented players that gets Derby when he, he, he stood out against you know the likes of Huddleston uh, and yeah. Wilson yeah. didn't really play well that day he's been one of the stars in this league and so it seems like he's still lost feet, though. he, he yeah. got a few games in midfield that I thought, I thought he stayed so well, picking it, up a bit. it's just unfortunate the injury to Burn meant he ended up dropping back to right back yeah. against Blackburn I also think he'd have been running that midfield as well mm. yeah so Rhys James, thank you very much. Um, yeah, thank you thanks. to great interview. That thank you. Yeah, yeah. and we'll uh, we'll line up someone else next week. Someone bigger. Can't get any bigger. Well, the only person who's possibly bigger will be. Uh, they said NP. <laughs> yes, yes. So if you're listening, uh, media team, sort it out. And there comes a str- another strongly worded email I think <laughs> next week. Right, anyway. That's an MP then. <laughs> I don't want any MPs in here. <laughs> Following on from that, the club news. Uh, Birmingham tickets go on sale on Monday the 8th of April. Two per season ticket holder. Very rare we do this. We've had an initial allocation of 1,000 tickets. Adults, £20. Over 65s, 15. Under fi- 25s, 15. Under 19s, 10. And under 3rd. Is that a Saturday game, sorry? 13. It's, it's, a Saturday. Saturday. it's a Saturday game, yes. We're running a coach from our local pub. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll be asking for some more tickets there. My locals are uh, running a coach, so it's a big fun day out. That's all good the pricing, though. Yeah. 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 They like the staggered pricing there, though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for like five year difference. Uh, Callum Lang, um, we know he's been on form this uh, season at Oldham. He has uh, made a, got a double last night against Tranmere Rovers to make it six goals in his last eight games. Uh, fantastic news. Um, yeah, they did well last night because they've been in a bit of form, Tranmere, have they? Yeah, they? eight in a row, I think they yeah. well last night, yeah. But so, I don't know if you've seen the goals. The first one was absolute cracking solo indivi- individual goal. Solo individual individual goal. Uh, and the second was, was a good one as well. Once he cut inside and then knocks it in the bottom corner. And the last bit of news, which is it's happening right now as we're recording, the under-15s are playing um, Stoke City um, tonight in the Floodlit Cup semi-final. Um, and is, it under, is it under lights? It's un- under lights. Under lights, on the floodlights. And it's currently, as we're recording now, Wigan Athletic 1, Stoke City 1. Wigan took the lead after, I think, two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, good luck to the boys. And by the end of this podcast, it'll be... Uh, Hopefully over, so we might have to give you a score update as you as you're listening. So, from there, we move on to Kieran Crompton. So, Kieran, thanks for joining us um, on the podcast. Now, I don't think many people need to know who you are and you know why you're a bit. My wording's yeah. gone here a bit, yeah. but um, not many people need. Need reminding of who you are because you rose to fame for uh, a, for a tweet that you made, didn't you? Um, before we played Aston Villa, so if you'd like to tell those listeners who don't have Twitter what you said. So well, uh, obviously on the back of us not having won since November, I decided sitting in the sports club lounge before the Villa match um, with a bit of time on my hands that I tweet 
Well, I, I actually tweeted that I'll do the walk for Joseph, which I did last year. And <coughs> I was sort of looking for a sign whether it was the right thing for me to do this year or not. So I thought I'll tweet. If, if we beat Villa today, I'll do the walk again. And, uh, and then I, I, I can't even start to explain what made me put the next line, but if we, if we win by three, I'll do the walk backwards. Um, obviously, we, we won 3 0. Um, <laughs> much to everybody's surprise. Uh, and it, it, it just sort of took off. I, I think what, what I remember probably most of well, the, the couple of things, when we, when we went 2 0 up, I turned to a guy who sits next to us in the stand and I said, You know what, I've, I've done this tweet. And I'd sort of forgotten about it until then. He said, Oh, you're not wanting the third then. And then we got the penalty and Windass went in. I thought, That's never a penalty. Referee! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's no chance. And then when the keeper got a hand to it as well, when yeah. he went to save the penalty, I thought, No, that, that's, uh, that's me done for. But then, then I was praying for another goal because I thought, I've got a bit of a get out clause here. But, uh, so I headed down into the bar after the game, we chatting with a few of my friends. And I've got Twitter out, and I don't know what Sam Morsi normally does, but before I'd even got the the top off my pint, he'd already got back into the changing room, picked up his phone, must have thought, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> tweeted, "Well, I want to see footage of this," and and then obviously the BBC <laughs> got all the way everybody else. Yeah. I said the uh, it it was me walking out, uh, walking into the house. At, about six o'clock to the missus just sat there shaking her head in her hand and she said I've told you about Twitter you know. but yeah so it, it sort of it all took took on a little life of its own I, I wasn't really sure what to do with it for, for a day or two so really the catalyst was on the on the Monday I got a couple of messages from the BBC from uh, BBC Radio 5 Live Live and uh wanted me to go on there so I sort of agreed but I hadn't really made my mind up. I didn't know what I was doing uh, but I think the six minutes with Tony Livesey uh, the, the negativity that I felt towards what I might have done um, really spurred me on to say you know what I'm going to do this and the opportunity obviously to to put the, the charity in the spotlight because you know, obviously Joseph's goals are a, a big part of the club with what happened in 2013 and being the mascot of the cup final so um, I thought yeah I'm, that, that was the point I'm, I'm going to do this mm. so uh, from then on it was about how do I do it and uh, uh, to be honest uh, it's been a bit of a journey the last sort of 10 weeks but it's a journey that's seen me now probably about a stone and a half lighter than I was <laughs> A lot fitter. Mrs. has let me buy a new pair of trainers. It's all, <laughs> it's all win-win. But yeah, it's it's great. I mean, it's nice having people coming up to you, um, chatting to you about it. Mm. Um, you know, coming over. You know, I've had it at games. People coming, just putting a tenner in my hand. Yeah, brilliant. Um, which is, which is fantastic. And obviously, we're fundraising, getting the awareness up. And I think one of the other bigger things is that. As a result, I know there's a number of people now that are doing the walk because of what I'm doing. Mm. So, friends of mine and people I've never met before. It's so, you're going to walk backwards? That's the question. I'm going to walk backwards. All, all the way. way. All the way. So, mm -hmm. what's been your kind of training? 
after that. Then. <laughs> Walking yeah, back. Have you worked with? Uh, <laughs> only worked with Latics Defence away from home. No, no, I've uh, I've done. Uh, the, the the main thing for me after doing the walk last year was I, I prepared for about four weeks before and and the 32 miles to Fleetwood, my feet were shot. So the first thing was it was it wasn't about walking battles; it was just about walking. Yeah. yeah. So I got myself out. Uh, started doing sort of five, six miles, and then I built up, and then I've done a couple up to sort of twenty mile now. Um, so I'm happy that my feet are going to get me there. I've got ongoing problems. I mean, I've had a probably less than distinguished cricket career and played rugby and, and everything, and my knees are shot. Mm. So you know, last cricket season, I think I made it into the second game of the season and pulled up. Uh, like a horse that had been shot. Um, so I'm, I'm real concerns over my knees, but when I've when I looked into it, there's actually less impact on your knees walking backwards than there is going forwards, using different muscles. Um, so you've no excuse? No, no, so mm -hmm. I, I did, uh, thankfully, uh, one of my new Twitter friends who's also doing the walk uh, came out and uh, helped me a couple of weeks ago. I did the first seven miles of the actual walk uh, backwards, and it's all about uh, just I think so going back to Reese James. The one thing I like about Reese James is positive mm. attitude, and I think I've had to take that into this. So if I try and think of it as being 58 miles, I'm, I'm going to struggle. So I've just been thinking about it in pub to pub. Or mile to mile, yeah. whatever it takes, yeah. and and to be honest, I, I did this, I, I did the walk backwards. Um, I'd no repercussions. Every, everything was uh, better. I would say when I walked forwards. The only the only thing is, it's the danger side of it, yeah. walking into things. But that's where there'll be people around us. Have you not got Wimborough so you can? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it was. I mean, when this first kicked off, I had a guy who does backwards running who got in touch with me yeah. and he, he sent me a picture of the glasses he uses um, yeah. with little, they do have little mirrors in uh, but no I don't I, I don't think I'll need it, if you've got somebody spotting for you you, you have a look behind you you see the next couple of hundred yards and yeah. then you just, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not going to be looking over my shoulder the whole way mm -hmm. uh, so it gave me a lot of confidence being able to do that and uh, it's just difficult trying to get people to come out and do the walk with me to, to yeah. get the training in but We'll do some more before now and, and the walks. So we've got two weeks at it. And, Brilliant. Um, yeah, really, really, really happy, and we're raising some good money and some good awareness. Yeah, uh, I've, I've put together a little playlist for you. I mean, it's not uh, <laughs> it's not definitive by any stretch. People might want, want to add to it. I've got uh, walking on the moon because I'm sure you'll be walking on the moon yeah. by the police. Walking on sunshine, so hopefully it's going to be a sunny day for you. Walk the line. So if you're going up the centre of the road, stick to that line. Walk this way by Run DMC and Aerosmith. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you? <laughs> um, That's a good one for the Walk of Life, which is an old Dire Straits classic. That's it. Uh, yeah. With a bit of homage to Zaki, Walk Like an Egyptian. Oh. Um, a little bit of an homage to Dave Whelan, Walk the Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case it's a bad day, Walking in the Rain. And as you go past uh, any Eclers, walk on by. But the, uh, the the final track will be walking back to happiness. So uh, I think it's a great thing you're doing, and uh, it's going to make some people happy. 
Uh, has anybody got any, any others that they can think of top of their heads? No, but I was that walking on the moon came straight to my head before you even said it. Right. I, re- I remember Nicky Campbell playing that when he was interviewing David Icke when David Icke went a bit nuts. <laughs> Not that was, that was saying you're anything like David Icke. Even though you've got a shell suit on and, and you're making lizard gestures. I have, a, I have had to get used to being known as just that backward guy. You know, yeah. Are you the back, backward guy? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, but no. It's he had the Walker Brothers album on. Yeah, well, he died, didn't he, last week? Yeah. Scott Walker. Scott Walker, yeah. 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 Uh, so. Yeah, it, you'll never walk alone? No, I didn't put that on because it's like an amp, it's an ampule song, isn't it? And, yeah. Football is. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, it's a good point. No, it's, it's, it's an adventure, and it, the whole the whole sort of charity and everything. There's quite there's a good feel about it. You know, we did the Abbey Night a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the whole the walk last year was a, a real positive uh, feel the whole way. You know, it's great. It's great to feel like you're doing something good, but you're doing it good with a bunch of great people. And yeah. All, yeah. Know, not like minded. You're doing right for yeah, the right thing, and then. The season, like now for Wigan fans, closes, doesn't it, with a game up at Ashton. We had Mark in the other week, and he started to announce the uh, the names of players who are going to return out. You know, Bobby Robson, massive, massive. Brian Robson, Brian Bobby. Bobby Robson to turn out. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Easter coming up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Simon's pausing so you can cut that out. No. That's fading in, that's So, like I said, Brian Robson um, turned out for, for Wigan and Ashton. Um, Kieran, I believe you have two names that you can release tonight for your team. That's right, so uh, Mark, Mark Hayes, aka Jason Manford, because I just thought when, I, when he was on the podcast, I thought. <laughs> Brilliant. I've heard that voice before. <laughs> but um, no, so we've got a, a Latics legend and a United legend, so which one do you want to start with? We'll start with the United one, so we can build up to the, oh, to the Latics one. So, yeah, so we've basically got a Quentin Fortune. Oh, who's going to be playing? South African lad, isn't it? Yeah, and it's. Was that? Uh, yeah, South yeah. African, yeah, yeah, international. I'm guessing not that old. Nineties，我呢？所以，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，
He's from Bradford, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. Doesn't um, mean he wouldn't support you, United, does no, it? No. <laughs> no. Right. So it'll be good, I mean, it's the 25th of May, so yeah. I'm the 25th of May, and uh, I went up there and watched Ashton Town. Back, did you walk it backwards, or...? I didn't, no, I just... No. Uh, I rocked up there, and we're all real, really friendly lot. Um, not quite a nice club. Mm-hmm. And there's a bar, so what more yeah, can it's 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 a cracking little club, and I, you know I'll definitely be there for that game. I think I think most of us have a team. Unfortunately, I'm gutted that I'm on a stag day. Uh, so some of us have a table over there. Yeah. Right. Any more for any more? Carry on. All right, Mike Dean. Hundred red cards. Hundred red cards. Yeah. Uh, issued it to uh, Young, Ashley Young, didn't it? Last in the United night. game against. Wolves. It was a red, wasn't it? Well, it was. A, it was definitely yellow. I didn't see the first one. Only the first one. Didn't see the game. No. Well, this is the Pro vs Unity podcast with Wigan Athletic. Yeah, but Mike Dean has a special place in my heart, and you might be wondering why. Uh, but it's a Latics place, so I, I, I do follow Mike Dean quite closely. His first red card. Stalker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. One of the best games that we've. Well, two of the best games that we've been involved with. It was refereeing both of them. Sheffield United away. 2-1. Yeah, West Ham United at all. 3-2. 3-2. Yeah. Those two games, referee, the Mike Dean. famous commentary from uh, Graham Lovett on Wish FM. Mm. C- c- basically congratulated the referee on the, on the fantastic <laughs> advantage. <laughs> there was a foul in the build-up to the Conor Salmon goal. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Dean played an advantage. Yeah. Was it Rod Allega? He got fouled. Yeah. It's worth listening to that, you can find it on YouTube, it's, it's brilliant. Graham Lovett and Neil Rimmer commentating on that West Ham game. So if you don't like Mike Dean after that, yeah. you know, refereeing both of those games, you give the penalty <laughs> against Jackie Elko for Sheffield United. Thought he'd have enough for the Mike Dean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Rimmer's back at the club isn't he? I saw a picture of him with presenting an award the other day on the club website. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's looking for some, uh, some company. Yeah, isn't I think he does deals with like young talent, um, so I think it might have been one of those that's on their on their books. But he was definitely on there. It was through the contract or something, something yeah. like that. Um, how social media been, Barry, since Saturday? Oh well, I've had a, I've had a little uh, look at it. It's not there's not been any uh, meltdowns, hey. which makes a change. But I'll just just pick a few out here. Uh, Daniel Walsh at Daniel Walsh 12 says about Saturday's game my pick of the man of the match uh, would be Brentford's physio covered so much ground today mm-hmm. best I physio yours. Uh, Alison Meyer Myler who's been on on uh, a panellist on here before Senior Latic uh, can't blame Cook for today Massey has to score and two great saves I'll agree uh, Rob G Rob Gibson uh, again, an ex, uh, an ex panelist. Straight to the point. Shite game. <laughs> <laughs> However, still had some good chances. Clean sheet. Another gained on Mill, Millwall and Rotherham. Six unbeaten at home. Always positive, Rob. Joe Myers. Joe Myers, sixty-one. Uh, not much to say. Points a point. Going to the wire. Uh, it looks like it could be. Uh, one for Paul. One for you here, Paul, from Instalatics at Instalatics WAFC. On this day, the 3rd of April, which was this week, 2006, he's just not very good. Manager Paul Jewell's assessment of referee 
Phil Dowd following oh, a long one draw yeah, with Blackburn. He was banged on. Yeah, and tweet of the day, uh, oi, at your mum. Bolton are so desperate to be like us, they're trying to take our empty seats crown. That's my tweet of the day. Right. Okay. Alright, so we'll now look forward to the games coming up, two away games. And as, you, as we all know, we travel so very, very well. First of all, we're making our trip down to Bristol. Walk on the wild side. Okay, we'll take a walk on the wild side down to Bristol. Well, the referee is Keith Stroud. He's refereed 24 games, issued 81 yellows and three re- reds. Nice that name. He left refed us, Adam, that's why you remember it, because he, uh, he refed us at, uh, against Stoke at home, uh, 0-0. And the DW. Sheffield Wednesday away, as bad as the game. You remember that one? That's right? why, yeah. I think that's what we were talking yeah. about last time we mentioned yeah. And he gave, the, he gave the penalty against Dan Byrne when we played Ipswich. Ipswich yeah. When Brett Pittman went down outside the box. That, that was the podcast you were on when you were drunk. That's right, yeah. Last, last time we talked about that, ref. That's been mentioned by people, said uh, I've, I've been asked to have a sobered up. Yeah, you were quite drunk. I was. Previous 25 games, 6 wins, 7 draws, and 12 defeats, and our last win at Ashton Gate. Was the 10th of January 2003. I know, Peter Kennedy, free kick. Yeah, it was live on TV, wasn't it? Friday yeah. night. They were very, very rare when we were live in those yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. throw it over now to Adam. We've got the return of Adam Asks via good old telephone. And Adam, who's your guest tonight? Yep, we've got Matt Beecham, Bristol City fan, but actually live from uh, Wales. Okay, in so. The mountains. Beecham Powder. So without further ado, we'll give him a listen. Well, we've got Matt tonight. He's uh, he's live from the mountains. So if there's a problem with the signal, we know we know why that might be. Hello, Matt. How are you? Hi, Adam. I'm fine. And yourself? Yeah, yeah, great. Thanks. Yeah, you must be uh, you must be delighted after uh, another fantastic away win last night. Yes. Yeah, we've been pretty handy on the roads all all season. We, some of our best results have come away from from home, but. Um, Totally didn't expect to pick up six points against Sheffield United and Borough, so that's a that's a fantastic return for us. Yeah, you've been in you've been in a bit of a sticky run. I think I seem to recall early in the season you did say that you kind of have uh, sort of five or six game spells where you seem to win them all, and then you'll go through a similar spell where you lose them all. And I, you were kind of in the middle of that, and then snapped out of it, didn't you, last week in the uh, with the, with the uh, Sheffield United three two win. Christmas, I think at the start of the year we were seven unbeaten in the league, and then we went five or six on the bounce. And um, I think Johnson started to get the nickname Streaky Johnson now because we just can't seem we're either consistently good or consistently bad. Yeah, but I mean, end of the day, uh, that inconsistency still kept you <laughs> kept you up there, hasn't it? Pretty much, uh, sort of on the uh, the edge of the top six, and you, you're in the top six now, aren't you? Climbing there after last night's results. Yes, game hands as well, um, but we still got to play. Uh, you know, a lot of the teams in and around us. We got West. 
West Brom, um, Norwich in the run in Derby as well, Villa. So, um, uh, you know, if, if, if we, if we do end up in the top six, it'll definitely be on merits because, uh, I, I'd say we've probably got a much more difficult run in than some of the other playoff contenders. Yeah, might, well, that might be a good thing though because obviously, you know, you seem to be playing really well against the, uh, the better sides. I guess from your perspective, this is your kind of banana skin because you, you're playing a side who hasn't won an away game since August that's picked six points up all season on the road. Um, are the Bristol City fans seeing it like that, a potential banana skin, or are you pretty much seeing it as a, a three-point banker? Um, well, I'm, well, personally, I'm quite a pessimistic fan, and we, we haven't been good for whatever reason. We, we're just not very good at home this season. I don't know whether it's because the way we set up, we play well on the counter-attack, so I guess when the sort of impetus is on us to have more possession and control the games at home, we struggled with that. So, um, yeah, but I'm looking forward to, to Saturday. Um, the way we've been playing at home, it wouldn't shock me whatsoever if we, you know, dropped uh, a couple of points or even three points because it's just, it's just the way we've gone this season. I think it would shock us if that happened, but there you go. Um, so, who's been the uh, who's been the star player this season? Then, you know, obviously we're getting to that stage where you start to vote for the player of the season. Who would who would you say the star player has been? Josh Brownhill in our centre midfield he's been he's been pretty consistent all season chipped in with a couple of important goals as well um, but I, I, as, as I said I think earlier in the earlier podcast earlier in the season it's, it's much more a, a team effort with us uh, I don't think we really have a standout player as such um, we just we just work really well as a team when we're performing well and um, considering the players we lost last summer to be in the position we are it's um yeah, quite isn't actually. I thought we'd be more sort of lower mid-table, which was sort of my expectation of a start of the season. So we're, we're kind of exceeding exceeding that at the moment, and, and long may it continue. Yeah, and um, you know, as for Saturday, uh, how's the squad looking? Have you uh, have you got any? Have you picked up any injuries in the last uh, last couple of games, or have you got kind of a full strength squad? Uh, we're struggling, really struggling on the goalkeeper front. We didn't have a substitute keeper on the bench for um, last night's game against Borough. Uh, so at the moment we've got Max O'Leary in goals, who's, who's an academy product. Um, Frankie Fields in our normal number one, and Nicky Monpar yeah, are both out injured. Um, so that's that's obviously a, a concern for us. And uh, I know in the Borough game last night, um, both Andy Byman and um, Corey Smith uh, went off in as well, so so we may have a you know a few key players missing come Saturday, which is which is going to be a concern, especially after Byman's uh, performance against Sheffield United as well. Seems to be coming back into a bit of form, so so we definitely miss him if he, if he's out on Saturday. Uh, so what, what what's your prediction then? Right, the pessimist in me will go probably one all. Um, the optimist will go, maybe, maybe this is a time that we, we really turn in a home performance and we, you know, we go 2-0, two, two, two possibly 3-1. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to one all. I, I, just, I just have a feeling that, uh, yeah, we, we don't play well at home for whatever reason. And see, after having two fantastic results, it'll be typical of us to just slip up and, and, and draw the game. 
Yeah, well, we've, I think we've just about managed to uh, uh, struggle through the signal and we've got some uh, sort of good good information. I mean, personally, you know, obviously, as you're not one of the big the bigger sides in the division, so after... <laughs> oh, no, no. No, but in terms of... The, uh, well, everybody likes the, the, the kind of the more underdog to do, to do well and sort of to not, not some of the bigger clubs out like... I was quite happy last night because the way Tony Pugh plays his football, you know, he's... Uh, he's Pretty dire, really. So, uh, you know, another another season in the uh, another season in the championship championship for them. Uh, you could argue is sort of well deserved. With some of the other, you know, some of the sides, the top three, you were not your sort of parachute payment sides. Have done, obviously done well through the uh, through the season, haven't they? And you, you know, you're another another side who's uh, stuck with your manager. We were talking about this last week about. Uh, you know, sticking with uh, sticking with managers, and he's obviously doing a good job, isn't he? So, uh, after Saturday, uh, long may it continue for you, and, uh, and and the best of luck. But um, yeah, I think we do need those uh, three points. And we're going for our first double of the season as well. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, a, du- a double. Yes, <laughs> it's yes, of course. September seems a very, very, very long time ago for us. I think we went third that day, didn't we? So, uh, <laughs> but uh, you did, and, and that was that was actually probably our worst away performance all season as well I think um, I think tactically you um, you guys outdid us on that game and completely nullified our, our counter attacking threat which uh, which seems to have worked in the vast majority of away games so uh, yeah I'm just hopeful from my side of things it's not going to be your first six pointer no offence I hope you stay up but <laughs> just just uh, yeah, let's, 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 let's hope we can uh, get our three points on Saturday. Okay then. Alright, well, thanks for that, Matt. Cheers, much appreciated. No worries. Cheers, Adam. Speak soon. Thank you. Bye bye. Well, I like his pessimism. That's, uh, pessimism. It doesn't sound like they've got many keepers available for him, does it, on uh, Saturday? Be a shame for that uh, young academy keeper to get injured in training this One week. One thing came it? to mind, does it? I'm, I'm not sure, I have to check the rules, but. Uh, is there not emergency loans for keepers? Yeah. <laughs> it's odd, isn't it, that they haven't taken that option? wonder whether this week there'll be an emergency loan. They might not be bothered. They're on the beach, aren't they? Look who's been playing Borough, who are absolutely awful at home, and they're awful anyway at the moment. Yeah. And then those who are absolutely awful away from home, so they might have thought, that, we'll leave it a week. That uh, stock keeper's available, that's... Jakob Hogard. I think he's available, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, talk me, how do you get going? Well, we've got to do the, we've got to sort this away hoodoo out, haven't we? Because we've, we've had a few games where we've played alright and not got anything. I thought Saturday could have been one of those games where we played alright and not got anything. We've got a point, so. I'll go, I'll go with a Desmond 2 2. CT, young Adam. Yeah. Um. I've kind of written this one off already. I'm kind of saying we'll lose, and that's because you know you got you got to. I don't think it's going to change. I don't know what it is. I think it's just a mentality that's sunk into the players now that we're scared of away games, and obviously Bristol City are, are going to be up for it. You know they're chasing that playoff spot. They need to pick up points pretty much every game now. Um, I just don't think. We have that solidity to get something from this one, so I'm going to have to say we'll lose 2 0. I hate to be that pessimistic, but I'm just being honest. Realism. Yeah. Kieran? Well, I, I 
probably a little bit more positive, I think. I'm going to go for a 1-1. 1-1? Yeah, I think, looking at so their, their home form, you know, they haven't won since 12th Feb. So, they're good on, good on the road, not so, not so much at home. So, yeah, 1-1. One, one Fair enough. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd take a. I think yeah, I'd take a draw. But we'll come back to me in a minute, Adam. Well, just need to see what you're saying. This first. Is, I think this will be the first away game that I've actually missed this this uh, calendar year. So on that, That's poor form, on, on those on those grounds, I think we'll win. Yeah, <laughs> one nil. Yeah, I'd, I'd that's, that's the only rationale for it. Is the I'd, fact take, that I'd take a one-nil win. Down there. <laughs> oh, just uh, who's who's top of the Tips uh, Predicts League? Uh, it's null and void at the minute. I, th- I thought it was me. We're, we're in arrears. Do you remember last year it was mentioned every week? Every week. Oh, yeah. uh, every week. Yeah. Yeah, Barry, what score do you think the well, <laughs> agenda item number one? Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I I was thinking uh, that Kieran was going for, for the draw, but uh, when he, he's mentioned the recent own form and then thinking back to Blackburn's yeah. form, <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to play anybody to rectify it, play us. And that could be the problem, whereas if he was on a bit of a roll, like we could have been the, yeah. the team to put the spanner in the works sort of thing but I'm, I'm you got to think about my, head, my, my, my head's telling me to go with Adam with the d- defeat but my heart we'll is going to go with Kieran I'm going to go 1-1 one, one. Well, it could cost you the title well if we get uh, it's worth it it's worth it's it not to back against us so mixed walking in Memphis yeah that one pardon walking in Memphis we didn't know that's a belt of that. I mean, there's two people saying that, sure, and the original. Anyway, come on. Let's keep going. We then travel to Hull Wednesday night, Red Button, all that jazz, um, to play Tigers. David Webb, he's from Lancashire, you know. Lancashire. Yeah. He's refereed 29 games, issued 82 yellows, two reds, and he last refed us in the reverse fixture oh. at the DW. A S dash one Latics win. That's what it says here. Two one win. Two one win. <laughs> Somebody with big thumbs must have wrote those tweets. Back there, he scored in the FA Cup final, didn't he? Who? David Webb. David Webb. The previous twenty-two games, ten wins, six draws, six defeats. I remember watching Callum McManaman score there in the uh, the FA Cup. Yeah. Anybody go to the five? The five nil. No, I oh. watched. I watched it. Fantastic. On Dodgy yeah. Link. Fantastic yeah, those the days when you used to go to the pub and watch them yeah, on the Dodgy Link. Uh, Iraqi goals. Yeah, yeah. Zaki. Zaki goals. What a day that was. So, um, I don't know who got the line for from Hull. Uh, <laughs> Rod Hull. These boots were made for walking. Yeah, very good. No, we've had some KCOM communications. Issues, so uh, we have got no no Hull fan on tonight. Um, I went to Hull and back to try and get somebody, but I couldn't make it. Hull, just is it is it Hull or is it Kingston? What is the city? Is it city? Kingston upon Hull exists upon Hull. So his Hull the river, the the Hull Hull the river. So is it Kingston upon Hull? So Kingston the place, or is it Hull? Kingston upon Thames. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. Full. All right. Full. 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 
There's no H in it. So, whole... Oh, no, we're living Wigan. There's no H in the whole KR. Whole KR. Whole KR. They didn't start the season too brightly, did they, uh, Hull? Um, they were languishing <laughs> down there. <laughs> they were Hull. shocking at Hull. Yeah, bottom end of the table. They, they didn't get going. And then, all of a sudden, they just took that little uh, rise up the leagues, didn't they? It was they? after we beat them 2-1, well, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah Kick up so the backside they needed. Yeah. Um, so they have been to Hull and back. Uh, Centre forward, scoring a lot of goals. Keller Fallen. No, uh, the... Jared Bowen. Bowen, yeah. He's not even a centre forward, he's a... Right back. He's in the team, team of the year, isn't he? Yeah. And the left side of midfield, I think. Yeah, he's more uh, like a wing, kind of. Is an inside forward, kind right. of. Right, okay. But he scored over 20 goals. So he'll be somebody to watch. How do you see it going, Barry? Uh, to be honest with you, I think we're going to beat him. I think we'll beat him. 2 down. Adam? Well, it's another game I can't make. I'm in London. Uh, so, on that ground, I think we'll beat them. Um, 2 1. Mm, I was thinking something similar. Dorothy? I'll go Desmond 2 2 again. 2 2. Just because. 2 2 twos in Kieran, how do you think the game's going to go Wednesday night? I'm going for. I'm going to be boring and go for 1 1 again. Mm. Mainly because I'm convinced that it's written in the stars that Leeds away is going to be the one. Oh, it'd be brilliant. That's the win. Mm. Yeah, we'll get a couple of draws along the way, I'll take that. I would love Beat it. Leeds. It's Fleet, I Fleet, would Fleet, love Fleet it. with the promotion game, that's yeah. was, wasn't it? Yeah, we get, uh, we, yeah so yeah. That, there we go. Oh, I didn't see much. It'd be nice, ruin, ruin the promotion party. Yeah. And keep us up. So. No, I believe Fleetwood was a, a good day out for all concerned. You could get tickets. Uh, yeah. Uh, Adam, sorry, I forgot you down there. How's Lattice going on? Um, yeah, we're, we're doing alright. Under, under 15. Oh, I don't know. Right, well, why are you finding that out? I thought you spent in general. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the whole game Saturday? Wednesday. <laughs> I give uh, up. Been a long week. Uh, I think we'll hang in for a nil-nil. I don't mean to be too pessimistic, but... I think it'd be kind of nice to show a bit of resolve away from home because we haven't really done a nil-nil, have we? No. Oh, have we done a nil-nil away from home? Mm, one no. One clean sheet at Stoke. Can't yeah. think of any others. Three draws. See, three draws. One-one against Bolton. Two-two mm. against Swansea. Rotherham. One-one. One-one. So yeah, I'd like to see a good little nil-nil. So the only clean sheet is at Stoke. 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 We just need <coughs> near a win. <laughs> from one of these away games and we're looking pretty safe aren't we? I haven't seen one win to be honest. Do you, do you not think we're on, what we're on now, 40 points? Yeah, I think we need 45. Do you not think 40 will keep us up? No. Why? Was Rotherham going to get? I think Rotherham will be on 40. I think we'll finish on 40. Yeah, they always pick a few up there, don't they? Rotherham do 40, pick some, do, remember, Rotherham picked some good points up at home. I know you look, you're looking at them aware they're terrible, but they, they, they picked some decent points They've got some tough home games though, haven't they? Rotherham, yeah. We've, we've, got a, we've got a bad run of games coming in. Norwich and Leeds is... Yeah, well, I think well, Bristol City and all well, Rotherham on 36. Well. You see, I, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, because you look at that game against West Brom, we, we knew we had to be switched on to get anything. It's the, it's the, and the, the performance when we've been poor have been against bottom teams that was awesome though wasn't it we, we've, yeah, we've travelled a long way since then I, no that, that that for me has been it's a Paul Cook thing so I'm happy playing big games against big teams because I think that's when we do our best against West Brom that was one of the classic 
meltdowns before the match when we saw the team sheet. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. It was that. Robert scored didn't he that day? No, Roberts. Windass. Is it Windass? Yeah, Windass. Oh, oh yeah, Roberts just played three, played really well. Didn't he? That was a three ball yeah, south stand bang. Yeah, Gary yeah. Roberts had a good game as well. Yeah, yeah. And just an update on the under-15s, it's 2-2 uh, yeah. currently. Paul's uh, favourite score. Approximately 20 yeah. minutes left in that game. It's still um, So, fingers crossed that the lad's going to, uh, to win it. It'll have to finish soon anyway, for under-14s, under-15s. Under-15s, yeah, so got school tomorrow, aren't they? School, yeah. So. Right, has anyone else got anything they'd like to bring to the table? Don't all shout at once. <laughs> well, if not, it's a good night for me. Now, from us, good luck, Kieran. Good luck. Thank you very much, gents. Up the ticks.